We are back. It's the first and ten podcast. Week one is in the books. It's been a long old time, Dave, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's been. <laughs> it's been. Feels like forever. Preseason yeah. doesn't really count, does it? No, because no one really plays. Uh, I'm Ross. That's Dave. We're here. We're back. It's uh, we're excited because football is back. Fantasy football's in full swing. Um, we've got questions. We've got answers. We've got predictions. We've got reviews we've got a load of stuff let's start with some news though and one thing that's kind of been the biggest news over the past couple of weeks is Antonio Brown he has seemingly engineered his way out of the Raiders onto the Patriots um how do you feel about this as a Patriots fan um obviously it's ridiculously exciting just from a playing point of view uh yeah it's a weird one I do I'm not sure I'll buy all the conspiracy theories and all that. Mainly because, I mean, he like apologised about for, like a day before he actually got released. I, I think if they hadn't fined him, then mm. he would still be a Raider now. Yes. And I, I think I think the Raiders by fining him and calling his guarantees that that was cutting him. As soon as they did that, that was their way of cutting him, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, as soon as he was at like guarantee thirty mil, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, he's already said that he wouldn't play with no guarantees. And they took away his guarantees, so they knew that was the end. So, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if sort of like, you know, the Patriots thing was floating around in the background. Yeah. Obviously, Gronk's Gronk's agent obviously got is the is the same agent as uh, AB. So yeah, Drew Rosenhaus. There's there's some connections there. So, like, but then I think that with pretty much any move in the NFL and stuff, you know, I think well in sport in general, none of this stuff happens quite so sort of. Everything's on the hand. Front. Yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, pure and simple. Yeah. There's 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 it it's a odd look because of the Steelers offering you a first round uh, offering uh, you offering them, sorry, a first round pick for him and them turning it down and then giving giving him giving him away almost to the Raiders. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the NFL, we've scratched the surface before and it's it's murky underneath, so this is just something yeah. else that <laughs> throws into the fire. I I think what's more likely is that Antonio Brown's just a bit mental. Yes, that's and, highly likely. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit mental. And during a team that's been interested in before, a mm. player comes available and then they pick him up. It's not... Yeah, I mean, it's not the weirdest that's, thing. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the simplest explanation, really, isn't it? And, you know, it does, it's not too crazy a leap to make to think that was what happened. But no. I would say, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's stuff in the background that, you know, he wasn't... He, I'm sure he knew if he was getting released, then the Patriots would be interested or something like that. Yeah. But... I'm sure lots of other teams probably yeah, said we that they would be interested, interested as well. Apparently, yeah, I would take it's... him, even if he is a bit of a head case. It's, he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah, and so we've got um, Patriots podcast up and running. So we've obviously done a bit of chat about AB on there. Yeah, surprisingly, you wouldn't <laughs> believe it, but I think I think the thing that's crazy when we did our AFC's preview, yeah. the uh, receivers were probably the Patriots' biggest weakness, or yeah. at least an offense. It was the sort of worry. I know we might have the best group receivers <laughs> in the league. It's uh, yeah, always Gordon, Josh Brown and Edelman is just filthy. I mean, I, honestly, I don't know how a defense stops it. No, you can choose a double AB. Josh Gordon's going to be single covered. Up the field. Julian Edelman's going to be. Covered. You just had a double Ed, um, Brown and Gordon. Yeah. All of a you've got James White coming out the backfield <laughs> and Edelman running free. You know, I don't know how. I don't know how you stop it. And you've managed to I mean, lose Gronk, but get stronger on offense. Yeah, and I think when you look at the wide receivers, you've got Josh Gordon. I know Harry's not playing, but I think they're going to be. Yeah. After watching week one, I think the tight end's going to be a bit of a non-factor for the Patriots yes. in the actual passing game. But I think 
they're going to fill that role, Gordon and Harry, when he does play. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're the same sort of size like Evan Ingram anyway. You know, yeah. All the Titans that come out now aren't big, grog types. On that. Stars, aren't yeah. They? They're not that player anymore. So, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. But, yeah, it's definitely excited just on the from a playing point of view. I'm not sure I would have done the deal. But, okay, for what it's worth. But just because, you know. The hassle that comes along with it. Yeah, but, I mean... One thing you're going to get from him is hard work, isn't it? I know he's a nutcase, but yeah, you you're going to get some hard, hard work. He was putting the, the time in when he was actually doing it. He was putting the effort in as well, even with broken feet. So, yeah, and even if he is a bit of a dick and a bit of a distraction, he's mm. gonna like he's gonna learn the playbook, isn't he? He's gonna yeah, he's gonna give it everything when he's actually on the field, isn't he? Assuming he doesn't throw a tantrum, you know, like he did at the end of the Steelers. But yeah, I, I think I think I think for the Patriots, it's going to work out fine. And if it doesn't, I mean. What they're gonna fire Bill Belichick for it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't matter really, does it? If if, if you, they they write off fifteen million and see you later with it, if it doesn't work out, I don't think that's the biggest deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, one other bit of news before we get into our questions this week: um, Odell Beckham. He wore a watch during the game. Yeah, it was worth three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, uh, it's a watch that's worth three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he's wearing it during the game. What's the <laughs> I mean, I assume you got paid a decent amount of money to wear it, was well, the gist yeah. of it? But I mean, surely that gets in the way. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't even really understand when you know, like um, Crabtree and his chain and all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, those sort of things. I don't know how it doesn't get in your way. And but it's jangling around. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. And then a watch, especially some of these balls. I know, obviously, catch with your hands, but they will. The wrists are going to come into it a bit, aren't they? Sometimes yeah. if you're not quite got it and stuff, but. Yeah, I'd... very odd. It's just bizarre, isn't it? But yeah, just another one to the end. Uh, yeah, OBJ um, news <laughs> headlines that he's had in past. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's go into our questions. We've got a couple from Twitter. Let's start with those uh, from the uh, Ben Stokes fan account, which is at Dino Rebranded. Um, what's your fantasy approach after week one? Do you forget everything that you spent the summer planning, or do you just go for broken waivers? Wait and see who everyone else drops and buy low, or just trust your team for week two? And let the weirdness of week one ride itself out. Um, I guess a mix of both, but I think week one there's so many overreactions. Yeah, like I imagine, well, Lamar Jackson's been drafted in most drafts anyway, has he? But he would be picked up everywhere, and yeah. I mean, it's not really that different a situation for him. And I mean, there's certain players who I think is probably more indicative of what's going to come, like Malcolm Brown, maybe someone mm-hmm. like him is someone you want to go out and pick up, but. I mean, and like John Ross, 12 targets is huge in a new offense. I think yeah. he's at least worth sort of picking up. But yeah, I don't think just throw everything out the window that you've looked at just because, I don't know, one week somebody's not got, like Todd Gurley's only got how many carries he got in the end and, you know, that sort of thing. Because yeah, it's not the end of the world. You've planned for this. Stick with it for yeah. at least two or three weeks. Yeah, there's no point. Because so often things are very different now than they do in three, four weeks' time in an yeah. offense. and. You know, people might have just had like a little tweak or not been fully healthy. And that's the reason they haven't quite got the workload that they were going to have. And mm. yeah, I think it's one of the things. On the whole, I would say just stick. Yeah, don't panic with what you've got. Yeah, I mean, there's ones that the situation has changed. Like Darwin Thompson was being drafted pretty yeah. high for the Chiefs, and now all of a sudden, I don't really see where his work good, comes from. Yeah, that's sort of a bit of a different thing. And I don't know. If, if for some reason you're really planning on Philip Dorsett being a big staff here, <laughs> is that then, fourth receiver? Yeah, I, do you know what I mean that them sort of things where like some, maybe someone signed that's that's more what changes things rather than yeah you know one game's worth of play. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah, just don't panic. Basically, stick with what you got. If yeah. if there is someone there after waivers have cleared, and you think you you could you like where they are and what the, what they've done week one, and take a chance and drop someone that's not gonna have much of an impact on your team. But otherwise, yeah, stick with what you've what you've done. You had a plan for a reason, I think. Yeah. Um, Ryan UK Colts at UK Ryan. He's tweeted us saying uh, three questions here. Which do you think was the biggest upset of the week? It's gonna be Titans. Um, Titans for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because, yeah, obviously we we haven't really been glowing about the Titans. They looked really good, to be yeah. honest. Like, there was so much about them, and I think for the Titans, if Mariota can actually be a quarterback, then... But I think we've said that all along, really, in fairness. Mm. I don't think we've ever said anything different. It's all been that we just don't trust Mariota yeah. more than the rest of the team. There, there's lots of talent there, but yeah, it was definitely the big upset, I think, that one. I think that and the Redskins' offence looking lively. I think. Yeah, I think they could be sneaky good, that Redskins. I mean, they've got a sneaky good set of receivers there. Yeah, that's a good division. Fun one to watch this year. Because yeah, it's going to sure. be on telly every week anyway, so we're going to have to watch yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, it might as well be good. Also asks, uh, which rookie do you think had the best performance? Well, there was quite a few, wasn't there? The receivers mainly were all massive. And then Josh Jacobs last night as well. Yeah, basically every player that I liked coming out seemed to have a big week. So it was a nice one for yeah. me. Like TJ Hawkinson, who... It was probably my favourite player, or at least one of them. And yeah. DK Metcalf obviously had a big game, big game. I don't know what happened there with uh, him getting so many and Lockett getting nothing, basically. Did he? I, but... I think they were trying to get... Well, DK Metcalf finished with 89 yards, exactly, which is uh, which was uh, Doug Baldwin's number. So I think that was just, we were just paying tribute to uh, yeah, Dougie there with that one. But... That is, that, that's great stuff from them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Class. <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot of rookie performances. Um, Josh Jacobs, for me, we, we didn't see him at all in hard knocks. And 113 yards, two touchdowns. The workload is all his, basically, there. And he's started off on fire. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that was probably one of the best ones, wasn't it? There's, mm. Yeah, just a good... Just good all-round for the rookies on the whole, wasn't it? There wasn't really... Yeah, anyone you sort of expected... Yeah, anyone you expected was going to be good was good, which was... Doesn't always happen, does it, earlier? Like, straight out of the gate. Yeah, Hollywood Brown was exactly that with his... Four receptions for almost 200 yeah. yards. and I think he only played 12 snaps, didn't he? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> he was a monster. AJ Brown was good as well for the Titans. They're all they're all really impressive. Uh, Ryan's final question, which was your favourite game? Not the Patriots or the Hawks game. Okay, fair enough, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I mean, probably the Browns. <laughs> no, not really. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, probably that Texans-Saints game for last night. I've only really watched like the, you know, the condensed sort of mm. version, but it was an incredible game. If, if that's not in like the top five games of the year, then I'd be surprised. It was a, yeah, an amazing game. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Mine was the Bills-Jets. The Jets implosion and the Bills comeback was fantastic. And my boy got the job done and I'm, I'm still on that Bills train from last year. I'm gonna ride I was going to say, your uh, Josh Allen love wasn't looking good for three quarters, was it? No, he <laughs> didn't decide to play till the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a bit of a struggle for him early on, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah, got there in the end. He got there in the end. And then one final question from... Uh, at NFL in the UK, which team do you think had a little too much preseason hype? Um, well, like genuinely, I do think the Browns were overhyped just yes. based on, I mean, not that much evidence on the whole. They but uh, OBJ really, didn't they? yeah, yeah, it wasn't, and like a new head coach, new coordinator, all that thing. I think a really weakened but, offensive line. Yeah, and I don't think it's hindsight because we definitely said this coming mm. in. It wasn't. Definitely, sort of been on this probably since the end of last season, really. But yeah, then um, I mean, it's too, it's hard to say anything different off of week one, you know. Yeah. 
I mean, were the Dolphins overhyped? So people said they could get three wins. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it now. Uh, <laughs> people call them an NFL team, weren't they? So they have been <laughs> massively overhyped. I think the Cardinals as well. Uh, not the Cardinals, sorry. The uh, Buccaneers slightly overhyped. Yeah. Your high-powered offense. And the stupid thing is, every, it happens every year. And I was once again, I bought into it. I, like Jameis. Uh, yeah, Jameis, <laughs> Mike Evans. Uh, I just don't know. I don't. I really want Jameis to be good. I think that's half the problem. I think yeah. I want him to be good because I sort of like. There's something about him and like actually his playing style that I like. Mm. But yeah, he just I don't know. He just can't stop throwing the ball to the other team, can he? Which is a bit of an issue. <laughs> Three interceptions to one touchdown. That's that's the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> so that's all our questions. Thank you for that. If you want to get in touch in future for uh, all of our review podcasts where we do our community segment, it's at first and ten underscore on Twitter, first and ten on Facebook. And if you download the Anchor app, you don't have to podcast with it, but you can uh, like us on there and then send us a voicemail. And we'll add it straight into the show and answer your question that way. On with the reviews, Dave. Let's start with uh, the kickoff game. Do you like defensive football? Um, I do. Do but... you like this much defensive football? <laughs> I would say it has its place, you know. <laughs> um, Not in the kickoff game, for sure. Yeah, I struggle... Like I don't like I don't get when people say they'd rather watch that than like a fifty fifty to forty eight or something. Yeah. Like I get not wanting to see a blowout, but it, a close high scoring game is a lot more interesting than a close low scoring game. Yes. You know, like yeah, it, I mean it was fine, um, <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't exactly a exciting start to the season, was it? No, Aaron Jones thirteen carries, thirty nine yards. Um, MVS led the way on receiving with. Uh, 52 yards for the Pats, uh, for the Packers. Sorry, the Bears. Uh, the running game again wasn't there. Mike Davis led the way with 19 yards, and then Alan Robinson flashed 102 yards with seven receptions. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was all about the defense, and Aaron Rodgers was not a happy bunny for a lot of this game. But they come out with a win. Yeah, and I mean that Bears defense. Even though we said it might take a step back, yeah. it's still a good. It's still going to be. One like a top five defense, pretty much nailed on. It's not yes. like it's uh, a step back for them. Is just becoming like a really good offense, yeah. Uh, really good defense. Sorry, one of the top five but, rather than the yeah. Well, they still might be the best defense. It's just it's hard to believe that they'll be quite as good as last year, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. I think the thing was the Packers' defense stepping up, but mm. I mean, how much of that is down to the Bears and what I think offense. is just an, a horrendous game plan. Yes. I mean, 15 carries combined for the running backs when you've got the sort of running backs they do mm. and the sort of quarterback they have is just bizarre to me. I don't know. It's not like they were behind and chasing the game or miles behind anyway. I, yeah, because yeah, uh, say it kicked off like three o'clock when I was in Turkey, so I didn't watch it yeah. until I got back here. But yeah, just bizarre. Like when I woke up and saw the carries, it just didn't make sense to me at all. No, the, the stats on it look really strange. Um, but yeah, it's not the, not a great... Uh, kickoff game really not as exciting no. as in previous. Uh, the, these two teams have met eight times in Week One matchups, and the Packers are seven and one in those two uh, in those uh, games. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's uh, pretty dumb on it, isn't it? Yeah, uh, let's move on to the Redskins and the Eagles, which was one of the highlights from the early games this weekend. It was so much fun. Deshaun Jackson is back, uh, back home, and he's loving it there. He's now got thirty-one touchdowns of over fifty yards plus. It's mad, isn't it? Just he, what he does, isn't he it? He's just running free in the secondary, and Carson Wentz loves that deep that deep bomb, and he was wide open. Um, 
This game started with Vernon Davis hurdling a defender and then breaking two tackles and running 50 yards. Unbelievable, isn't it? That's about 70 <laughs> years old. How's he doing? That? God knows. It was a... <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was an unbelievable start, wasn't it, for the Redskins? I can't. They lead like twenty something ish, wasn't it? Uh, like it was nothing. Twenty to seven. Um, yeah, it was a uh, half time, basically. Yeah, it was. Yeah, unexpected, but I mean, I I think the Redskins have got there's some hope there. I think, and not just of this. I think I really like the couple of receivers they drafted. Yes, and I think Trey Quinn's a decent player. And I don't think they've got any sort of real name receivers, but. I think there's something there with all of them. I think there could be a good group. Yeah, Terry McLaurin is one of my favourites coming out. I said a few times. Seven targets, five catches for 125. Chris Thompson is fit. He had 10 targets. He led the team with targets. Yeah. He's great out of the backfield. Yeah, definitely. As soon as AP was inactive and him and Geis were... I know Geis wasn't picked up an injury again. He could have uh, thrown the shade at AP as well. Yeah, it was... uh, Well, it looks even worse now. He's got to play him this week, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm sure, that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll take it fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, an odd, odd one, but yeah, Chris Thompson is. But that's the thing last year, he was coming off such big injuries, and even coming into the season, he wasn't healthy. Mm. And they said that all along, and then I think people have sort of judged him a bit too harshly off a season where he was clearly injured for like, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, two touchdowns for Deshaun Jackson, one for Alshon Jeffrey, uh, and one rushing touchdown for Alshon Jeffrey as well, which it was a pass, it wasn't a handoff or a. Shovel or anything. It was a proper pass, but yeah, two two each for the the biggest receivers. Zach Ertz didn't really do have to do a great deal on this one, which is it's a, it's a nice option to have, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be one of the better teams, the Eagles, aren't they? Yeah, it's um, say a sluggish start, but yeah, that second half they were great, and I think Wentz looks good again. And I think that's the thing with Wentz. I think he's a little overrated, but I think when he's got he's one of them players. He's like a better version of like you know we talk about like Andy Dalton where if he's got a good team around him yeah he can do well like I think Wentz has got a bit more than that but I do think he is one of them quarterbacks that on the whole relies on what's around him and yeah, he's got a good team around him now yeah one last thing on the Redskins their offensive line has been hammered in recent years they kept uh, this kind of vaunted Eagles defense to just one sack so well done them wasn't expecting that no yeah it was <laughs> uh, yeah. That was probably one of the bigger shots of the weekend, really. Yeah. <laughs> they held up, didn't they? It was, uh, yeah. yeah, definitely not. Um, definitely a surprise. If they can stop Keenum getting injured, then he can probably just do enough to win them games this year. But anyway, let's move on to the Jets and the Bills. Um, the Jets led sixteen nothing uh, going into the fourth quarter. I know, uh, just yeah, going sixteen three. Sorry, going into the fourth quarter, and then Josh Allen came to play with two touchdowns, uh, and he's got. A weapon in John Brown. Yeah, for sure. It's that is what John Brown can be, though, isn't it? Mm. I think he's a good receiver for Allen. I think yeah. it's sort of very suited to each other and how they play. So it's it, it, I, I can't believe the Jets blew this one, <laughs> even though it is the Jets, and you know it's what they do. Sam Donald right. had forty-one passing attempts, uh, finished with one hundred and seventy-five yards. Yeah, it's it's not. Like, I don't. Like, I'm not a massive fan of the Jets receiver group on the whole, but they're not bad. When I say I'm not a massive fan, I think people would sort of got a bit carried away with some of them. But Yeah, they're okay, aren't they? Jameson Crowley yeah. had 17 targets in this. Yeah, it was wow. insane, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we spoke about him in the fantasy preview, didn't we, that he could be that Jarvis Landry type player, gets loads of catches. And, yeah. You know, it was a good start for that uh, 
that take. <laughs> yeah, wow, 14 receptions. If you're playing PPR, he's, he, could, he could win you some games with that. Um, yeah, Le'Veon Bell got nine nine receptions and 17 carries. That's kind of that's a good workload. 25 touches, roughly. Yeah, I thought I thought at times he looked like a player that hadn't played for a couple of years, but yeah. he on the whole, you could still see he had that that patience. I, I think that sets him yeah. apart from other running backs. I, I, he's so fun to watch. He's just different to any other running back, really, isn't he? And yeah, I mean, near the end of the game, he was basically playing as a wide receiver, wasn't yeah. he? Uh, they got the touchdown where he was uh, a receiver, and then on the two point conversion, he was the he was a deep threat, like yeah. for some reason somehow. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, he, he's so good. And I think he is someone that, as the season goes on, he's really going to kick into gear. Yeah, Tom Montgomery, Montgomery just got two carries in this one. Josh Allen, on the other hand, uh, two interceptions, two fumbles, just one touchdown and one rushing touchdown. Um, I mean, that's the Josh Allen game, isn't it? That's what he's going to give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, he is what he is, and it's the same as Lamar. We're talking about him, but like, if yeah. if the passing game's there, then they're going to be successful players. I think they just need that bit of passing, and he didn't really have it in the first, well, quite a lot of the game. But then when it mattered, he did. So yeah, yeah, it's encouraging. But we'll see with him. I think <laughs> the drive chart up until um, half time. Just run through this quickly: uh, fumble, punt, interception for pick six, punt, 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 fumble, punt, interception, missed field goal, half time. That's not great, is it? <laughs> that is terrible. It, it, it then followed another punt and then a safety to put the Jets up 8-0. And then the Jets finally some offensive touchdowns uh, for Donald to bail for a, uh, an 8 yard touchdown. But yeah, that is, um, that's not what either team would have wanted coming off of a relatively hyped up pre-season for both of them, really. Yeah, I don't think it helped that the Jets have got kicker troubles again, haven't they? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, not, not an ideal start for them and yeah, where yeah. Jason Myers looked quite comfortable with kicking three extra points in the in the rain of Seattle. Odd yeah. decision to let him just walk out the door. Yeah, I don't really get that one. No, anyway, Falcons uh, didn't really show up until the game was put to bed, really. The uh, Vikings beat them 28-12. Um, Davin Cook had a day, didn't he? He was running free all over the place and hitting people he looked, hard as well. He looked, he looked incredible, didn't he? Yeah, there was, was one point in this first half where he just ran over uh, it might have been Neil. It was one of the big Falcon um, yeah. defensive backs. He made it look like a child, didn't he? Basically, yeah, it was, just uh, smashed him to the ground. Two, Twenty-one carries, hundred and eleven yards, two touchdowns. He he was he was everything they would want him to be. And yeah, you know, would have cut because of ten ten throws or something, ten passes. Didn't Eight he completed like passes on ten attempts. I started him yeah. fantasy this week. He saved his week by throwing one touchdown and rushing for a touchdown. Uh, but yeah, that was. I mean, if this is the way they're going, drop cousins. Trade Thielen, trade Diggs, just get yeah. Cook. And it was also a quick start, wasn't it? Because Thielen scored an early touchdown, didn't he? And then yeah, yeah, there wasn't a lot else after that. Three targets, three receptions in the first quarter and didn't touch the ball after that. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's odd. I've got to think that that was a lot down to, you know, how they, they got off to a massive start, didn't they? And yeah. were ahead early. And I can't believe that's the way it's going to be. You're paying Kirk Cousins about $3 billion or something. <laughs> so you've got to let him throw the ball a bit, but. I mean, and they were twenty-eight, nothing up. Yeah, heading into the fourth with him throwing I mean, like nine passes. I think they can be. I think this is the year for the Vikings. If it's if Cook is the player, then if he stays fit, then they're such a threat in the NFC. I think it's just the way to win the North. Just run yeah. over everyone. I think the thing is they they can rely on that, and then if they need him, Cousins can win a yeah. game or sort of at least 
maybe not win a game, but you know, he, he can do enough with that receiving group to, if the running game is shut down a little, then he can do it. So, yeah, I think this Vikings team is, I know it's only one week, but yeah, they're, they're probably the one I've had my biggest change of opinion on in terms yeah. of just how good they are. I thought they'd be good, but I didn't think they'd be this good. But yeah, I'd put them as one of the best teams in the NFC already. Yeah, the Falcons, on the other hand, Devontae Freeman, um, eight carries for 19 yards. Ito Smith, six carries for 31 yards. Matt Ryan threw the ball 46 times, uh, two picks and two touchdowns, finished with 304 yards. Ridley kind of saved his fancy day late on, and so did Julio, really, but they were anonymous for most of the game. Yeah, it was absolutely dreadful from a team that so many people were picking. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I, I wasn't. We, well, we talked about overhyped teams earlier. The Falcons are perhaps one of them. Yeah. I know you don't want to do it too much off one game, but I felt a bit like it coming into the season that they weren't they weren't quite this sort of superpower that people would uh, sort of have the down as. But mm. yeah, they're, yeah, I'm not convinced that they're. This is some something to be really hopeful about for them. But yeah, they, the they got. No, and they haven't looked anything like it since Shanahan went that offense, have they? No. And I mean, this is this isn't something new. This is there's quite a lot of evidence that maybe this is just what they are. Yeah. This is just you know what I mean. It's not just uh, a little short spell. I know it's only week one, but this sort of goes back to all of last season. And hmm. yeah, it's not not an ideal start for them, that's for sure. No, not at all. Um, let's go to the fish tank then, where the Ravens uh, put up 59 Jesus. points. Uh, team history breaking performance for the Ravens. This was, I mean, Red Zone had a day uh, on this game. Going back there every two minutes because something was happening. I don't think, I'm going to start on the Dolphins. I don't think Fitzpatrick played that badly. If I'm honest. Four incompletions, 185 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Josh Rosen completed one pass and also threw a pick as well. Yeah, it was... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't even really know what to say because... Honestly, I think this might have been the worst performance I've ever seen from a from an NFL team. It was just yeah. horrendous, wasn't it? Like it was them Hollywood Brown to three at one point. Them Hollywood Brown touchdowns, like good on him. He's got 144 yards or whatever it was in the first quarter. Yeah, but like, I mean, there is no one near I, him. I, I might as well have been covering him for how good <laughs> they were playing. And that, if there's one thing on that Miami defense that isn't, or on that Miami team that isn't bad, it is there. Secondary, really, they've got some talent in there, yeah. And I mean, it, it was it was just a joke, wasn't it? And did you see I mean, the, I re- it was summed up for me by the Boykin touchdown, just yeah. stood in the end zone, completely it's uncovered. Just, I mean, they got 59 points, but I, I reckon if they really wanted to, it could have been 80. Yeah, they they even really trying, they? yeah. They bought yeah. a G3 and then he, he still threw a touchdown as well, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it was just ridiculous, and I mean, I think it's going to be a long season for this Miami team because, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you see there that gives you any hope in the slightest that there might even be sort of like a two-two win team. I don't know where these two wins come, other than maybe the Jets do a Jets and somehow lose to them. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the, uh, the backfield doubleheader that they had: Kenyon Drake four carries for twelve yards, Keenan Balaj five carries for minus one yard. It's just atrocious, isn't it? The only player to come out of this with any credit, I think, is Devontae Parker. Three catches for 75 yards. But he was targeted seven times as well, so even yeah. though maybe not. <laughs> There's... A disaster. Let's talk about the Ravens anyway. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and... I... It's, it's weird with this performance, because 
I sort of think this is both a good indication of what they can become and something that you can't get too carried away with because, I mean, definitely some yeah. of it is on that Miami defence. You know, it's mm. like, But I do think Lamar Jackson will throw the ball more. Yes. And I think if he can, then they are a massive threat. He's got a good arm. Those Hollywood touchdowns are yeah. not the easiest to throw. Obviously, he was wide open, but he still has to get the ball there and on target. And he was one of the best... When he was in college, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. It's not like he's just some bum who's... Back. Yeah, he, he was... Did he win the Heisman? I think he did, didn't he? I'm sure he's... Yeah, he won the Heisman at Louisville. Like, yeah. It's not like he's some no nobody yeah. quarterback. He threw the ball a lot there. And he, he has got like a big arm. He can throw mm. it deep. So, yeah, there's a lot to like about that Ravens team. But I think people will get a little bit too carried away with some of it because... I feel like this year everyone will put up like a forty-five points on the Dolphins. You know, it's just going to be that sort of team. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of good signs there. And if this is just a little warm-up game for Lamar Jackson, then great. It's uh, basically another preseason game for them, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, at least the Dolphins get it easy next week. Playing the Patriots. Um, yeah. We'll probably end up losing. Um, next up is the Chiefs versus the Jags and everything that could go wrong did go wrong for the Jags in this one Nick Foles is already out on the shelf for at least eight weeks on IR with a broken clavicle um, is it Jalen Ramsey it was Miles Jack wasn't it that was ejected yeah Jack was and... fight. Yeah, it, it was... was a bit of a disaster the, there are, the, there's, they can see the touchdown after uh, a minute basically uh, no one covering Sammy Watkins on the 68 yard touchdown Watkins had a career day, three touchdowns. Um, they got they got back into it late, kind of. Gardner, Gardner Minshew, what 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 do you make to him? I mean, I thought he looked quite good to I be honest. Twenty five for two seven yeah, two touchdowns. I was pretty impressed with him because when he came in, I was sort of joking about him. Yeah, but who was this guy? Yeah, but honestly, I was really impressed with him, and I, like, I don't again, I don't know how much that is. The Chiefs defense not being any better than last year, and <laughs> yeah. still that same Chiefs defense. But I mean, it's, it's still his first NFL start. He's coming unprepared. Mm. Well, not unpre- yeah, unprepared. Basically, much, he yeah. wasn't expected to be starting, was he? And I don't expect to start in the next three years, probably, let alone yeah. that early. So, yeah, I think it's a very impressive performance. And you know, maybe maybe they found someone. You know, it was, I know it's only one game, but I mean, that's a very good start. And I mean, if they've somehow fluked getting a quarterback the uh, Jags with him then good on him I think he's got to be the starter they've traded for Josh Dobbs but he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL he's definitely coming as a backup and yeah Minshew is okay Leonard Fournette as well I think looked good 13 carries for 66 yards at a 5.1 yard average that's good for Fournette yeah definitely it was yeah it was like I don't think you can get too down on them for losing to this Chiefs team because I think lots of teams are obviously going to be losing to this Chiefs team I don't think yeah, their the actual result their offence isn't it yeah and they looked amazing didn't they even Tyreek Hill went out didn't he and looks like he's going to miss a bit of time with what sounded like a pretty gruesome injury in yeah, the end but, uh, four or five weeks I think yeah and um, Mahomes even went into the tent for a little bit didn't he where, with a knee injury and then come out strapped up so yeah. it's one to watch there but yeah that Chiefs I think the Chiefs team looked uh, that offence just looked straight back into the groove, didn't they? We're yeah. Straight into it and straight back to the same old thing from last year. Sean McCoy, 10 carries for 81 yards. Sammy Watkins, 9 catches for 198 yards. Yeah. Disgusting. 
disgusting. Uh, let's move <laughs> on anyway. Uh, let's go to the Titans and the Browns then. I did not see this coming. The Browns must have killed so many accumulators this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. T- Started five yeah. of them. They, they went six and that's all. They missed a uh, field goal, but they went six and up after a, a Dontrell Hillard uh, touchdown. Yeah, they got a good start. And then, I mean, Baker off. just, yeah, Baker looked terrible, to be honest. So, mm. I, I know I've said I don't mind the hype of him so much. And, I mean, once again, he's played any sort of talent in the defence. And yeah. he's looked, even average is probably a bit too kind to him because, I mean, I mean, I don't want to. I wasn't going to actually bother saying this one. It's not really like a proper take, but I mean, are we sure that Baker is this superstar quarterback in the making? Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with you on this. I think he's good. I think he's like a good quarterback, but I think Donald's got a better career ahead of him. I mean, honestly, I, like, I could look like an idiot, and like, I feel, but I have sort of been on this the whole time that I'm not quite sure Baker's. Yeah. Well, the hype because. I mean, he's come out of college. He's he's won the Heisman. Looked great there. Mm. I mean, Kyler Murray's done it the next year in the same offense. Yeah, and now they've done it again this year. There's, <laughs> there's three quarterbacks in a row. It's just a, a system that's churning out quarterbacks. And don't wrong, Baker is obviously good. I'm not saying he's not good, yeah. but I'm just not sure he's this superstar in the making. And then every time so far in his NFL career, he's played even an, a half decent offense, a uh, defense. Sorry, yeah, he's really struggled. He's turned the ball over a lot. Mm. He's looked rushed and. Obviously, the O line is not helping in the slightest because yeah, it is atrocious. Fit offensive linemen all playing in wrong positions and that doesn't help. Yeah, but yeah, that is that's obviously a big part of it as well, and that's not good for any quarterback. But I don't know. I think the Baker hype. I think it's a bit premature, and hmm. I mean that that is something that I thought through the off season and said a lot anyway. But yeah, I'm just not sure he is this superstar in the making. I think almost some of his off the field stuff. Yeah. It almost gets him a bit more hype. I think people love that. Love that. I'm not the it's biggest story, fan of it personally. Yeah, I think people like all the stuff. You know, like Colin Coward and all that sort mm. of nonsense. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure the hype's real. You know. Yeah. Let's give the Titans some love. Derek Henry, uh, 19 carries for 84 yards. Mariota only completed 14 passes, but 248 yards and three touchdowns in there. And uh, Delaney Walker. Uh, Five catches, 55 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Not a bad comeback. No, not bad at all. All that money paid to Adam Humphreys, one target, one catch for five yards. Yeah, it was... Uh, you're not the greatest start for him, but it was a weird one, Humphreys, isn't it? Because I think it's all flight. Yeah, I mean, he turned out the Patriots to go here, and I don't really know. Yeah. I guess they, they paid him more, didn't they? But, uh, I mean, that helps. But, yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, Derek Henry had another Derek Henry game, didn't he? He had like a big run and yeah. not a great deal else, didn't he? But yeah, I mean, it's weird. I, I mean, does this change Mark the perspective of the Titans and where they're heading this season, or is it just the the Browns were so up for this that they kind of shot themselves in the foot? Really, honestly, I wish I knew because <laughs> I really, I'm really not sure because I mean, I don't, I can't buy into this Titans team, but yeah. it, it feels like one of them. That if if Mariota can just be even like average, mm-hmm. and then stay, and stay healthy. Yeah, then they are a good team. There's a lot around him to yeah. like. Mariota's always been the thing with the Titans, and yeah, yeah. added weapons. Corey Davis continues to disappoint. Three targets, no receptions. Yeah, it's not. 
not great, is it? From what's he top five pick? Yeah, fifth overall pick. Um, heading into almost a contract year as well. He's got to start proving something. Um, you know, let's move on to the Rams versus the Panthers. This was a tight, close, good game to watch. Uh, it finished thirty to twenty-seven to the Rams. Um, Christian McCaffrey is a all-out superstar. Yeah, he he was great, wasn't he? Yeah, I think I think the problem is though. Um, That's like all Cam, <laughs> yeah, Cam didn't have a single like designed rush attempt, which is weird. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously he's carrying this was it ankle injury coming into the season, so, yeah. was, and like the shoulder stuff. And I get they're probably protecting him, but I just don't think this offense works if he isn't running. Mm-hmm. You can have McCaffrey doing all this stuff, but I mean, I don't think that's going to produce wins if Cam isn't also at least complementing it. Threat, don't you? Of Cam, at yeah, least going for one or two a game. And this is sort of what happened last year, McCaffrey ran wild at times and they were still losing games it's not yeah and I think he played every single snap McCaffrey Jesus. every single offensive snap I mean that's just disaster isn't it yeah, it's just got disaster written all over that yeah no it's injury and, to happen. and I know he's bulked up but he's still not the biggest back in the world is he he's yeah. like quite short and I know he is stocky but I mean to me that is yeah that is not a good recipe to save your Basically, one offensive start. <laughs> yeah, if he goes down, that they're, they're just called the season. There, it's it's over. Yeah, uh, the Rams though look good. Todd Gurley, uh, despite what um, Sean McVay's turn loss, is definitely on a uh, reduced workload. Fourteen carries, got a hundred yeah. yards. To be fair to him, but um, yeah, all the goal line but, work was from Malcolm Brown. But I think we said um, before the season that it just makes sense to do it this with Gurley. There's no point him having thirty touches a game in yeah. week one. You know. You've got, like, Malcolm Brown obviously looked great. Um, you've got Daryl Henderson, who didn't get as much work, did he? But, yeah, it's, but he is a talented player. And, yeah, he'll get some later in the year, won't he? Yeah, to me, basically, just give, give Gurley what you need to give him, just keep him ticking over, and then sort of set him free when it comes to December, January time. There's no need for him to have this workload that he's had throughout his NFL career. This To me, this is it's going to be frustrating for fantasy teams, but yes. or fantasy owners, but... Um, yeah, if you've got, like, if you're a Rams fan, then I think this is the right recipe for this team. Yeah, something didn't look quite right with this Rams offense. Uh, Goff only finished with 185 yards, a touchdown, and an interception, but they got the job done. They did just enough work. The receivers kind of, Brandon Cooks had two for 40, Woods had eight for 70, and Cup had seven for 50. It's, I mean, even on a bad day, they're still putting up numbers and getting wins. Yeah, yeah they're, they're always going to be. I, I, even if Goff's not a star, I think he can do more than enough in this team. To, I mean, they took him to the Super Bowl last season, last yeah. season, and they're not they're not really that much different of a team, are they? There's not they've lost a couple of players, but no one too crazy of they is. No. Yeah, I, I like this Rams team again. I think they're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, um, let's move on to the late games. Then the Red Rifle had a career game uh, in Seattle. Unfortunately, it was in a losing effort, but. Th- Bengals, uh, were people too down on the Bengals coming this season? Or is this a case of the Seahawks doing what they do and playing down to their opposition? Well, I don't know because, well, both of us, I think, when we did the preview, both sort of thought the Bengals were, could be sneaky good. They've yeah. got a good set of offensive players. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Andrew was finally playing without Marvin uh, coaching him. He you know, like this a is a quarterback on a different team. He was he did, getting rid of the ball after three seconds, two set, two uh, two set drops, hitting really quick uh, slant routes. He looked like a different man. 
and, and they've still got one of the best receivers in the league to come back into this team. Yeah. I think, although they've lost a game, it feels almost, you know, like a, not a moral win over the Seahawks, but just in general, just a moral victory for the, Def- yeah, definitely. For the Bengals. There's a lot to be hopeful for there when this could have easily gone sort of to be gone on to be like a four or five win season. But to me, they're going to be a threat every week, basically. I think they're going to be one of them teams that can at least upset a few teams and yeah. be there or thereabouts, sort of not maybe for the, winning anything or winning the division, but at least sort of like an eight-win team, something like that. And I think if they got that, that's really encouraging from a first-year coach who, you know... Yeah. Some, there was a question about it. He was one of the last hires, wasn't he? He, he was, wasn't... yeah. All of his staff were really late hired as well. Yeah, so, yeah, I think there's a lot to like about... A uh, lot to be hopeful for from this if you're a Bengals fan. Yeah, he could have shown a, f- a few more stones like, like, late on. They were down and they decided to punt away from the 50. It yeah. Was fourth and five, I think. Like, just go for it at that point. Yeah, I guess that's just an experience thing as well, isn't it? But John Ross was running free all yeah. over our secondary. I, told, I said last week it's the weak point of our offense, uh, defense, and it proved to be. And if he can be the player that they thought they were drafting, then mm. that is such a big addition, basically, isn't it? Because yeah. he's been a non-factor, hasn't he, since he, since he came into the league for them, really. He's um, um, he's 60 yards off of last season's total yardage. Yeah, in week one, but he looks good doing it. So it wasn't like it was just that I don't know. He just had one of those games. He looked good. Yeah, to me, one he looked clean routes. He was yeah, turning on after burners as soon as he caught the ball as well. So yeah, he he could be a real danger man. Yeah, I like I like this Bengals team. I like the the way it's put together. I think it's a very good offense. Yeah. Tyler Eifert's finally fit, and he looked good as well in lim- limited work and. I've always been a Gio Bernard fan. <clears throat> He's always been one of those backs that I like to see on the field. and He was more impressive than Joe Mixon, who did leave with an injury. Uh, yeah, it was... Second half. Yeah, that's probably like the down point that Mixon mm. went out. But, I mean, Mixon is a really talented back. So, if you can get... I mean, if you've got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross being an mm-hmm. actual NFL receiver, yeah. you've got Joe Mixon, if Tyler Eifert can stay even remotely healthy, yeah. then... There's I mean, a lot of weapons there. There's there's not many better groups in the league than that, is there? No. There and then Dalton is fine. If if Andy Dalton's got a team around him, he will get in the ball. That four hundred eighteen uh, yards. Yeah, he he looked he looked good as well, didn't he? I yeah. mentioned it already, but he looked good. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot about this. I mean, the Seahawks are one. We haven't even talked about him really. Well, but, uh, it, it was it's a, it's a Seahawks performance. You saw it all last yeah. season. We did just enough to win. Chris Carson ran in a touchdown, and he also caught a touchdown. He had uh, he led the team in targets and carries um, so all the preseason hype about him getting the ball more was it proved to be true so far DK Metcalf looked good and Tyler Lockett had one catch for a touchdown <laughs> just doing what Tyler Lockett does yeah that that was probably the one thing I was disappointed that uh, that my favourite player in the league Tyler Lockett didn't get a bit more work but yeah it was uh, it was a good game wasn't it it was an enjoyable game to watch but yeah, it was slightly less enjoyable for me as a, a yeah, as a vested yeah. interest in this. But I was I was happy with our defensive line. I think um, Clowney looked good in limited snaps. Uh, the linebackers were good. It's just that secondary. We're going to get beaten by uh, quick receivers a lot this year. But if we can keep up with them, then um, we could be in games every week. But yeah, it's just a standard Seahawks game for me. <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah. No, never make it easy, do they? No, it's never just. I, Pete Carroll always says you can't win a game in the first quarter. I'd like us to try occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Would be nice. Um, Austin Eckler um, 
put all memories of Melvin Gordon out of all Chargers fans' minds, didn't he? With his performance uh, in a 30-24... to 24, Was this an overtime win? Yeah, it was, yeah. Wow. That, it was a good game. Yeah, also it was, finished uh, with three touchdowns. Yeah, it was a... Uh... Yeah, the really good performance from him. I, I think the stuff about devaluing or sort of like giving uh, taking Melvin Gordon's leverage, I think that's, they weren't going to pay him anyway. So I don't no. think it really makes. I don't. I don't really get those takes because the Chargers are never going to be paying him. Yeah. So I don't, it doesn't that. make a lot of difference. And a bit like Connor and Bell, I think we said that the whole time that I mean Connor can be good and Bell can be good. They don't have to be separate things. And yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure that Eckler is that back through the season. I'm not sure he will yeah. keep this up. I think this might be a bit of a, this might be his like, career game, you know, but yeah, possibly, yeah. it's, it's still a pretty good career game if that is it. But yeah, he, he looked great and, you know, a good win for the, for the Chargers, but yeah, nice comeback for the Colts. Uh, Marlon, Marlon yeah. 25 carries, 174 yards and a touchdown. That is a heavy workload, but he looked yeah. good. Brissett looked good. I like Jacob Brissett. I think he's a good, solid starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I think Brissett will be fine. I just think, I think people have, I don't know, almost just penciled it in like they're just going to carry on the same. But I mean, he is a big step down from Andrew yes. Luck. Yeah. Even if you think he's good, and I think people have, I don't know, almost, almost talking like nothing's changed that much for them. But yeah, I think Brissett will be fine. But I don't think he's a long-term answer for me. I, I think they'll be looking to draft someone maybe and maybe Brissett play a year and then move on. But we'll see with that. But yeah, he did look good and. Hilton looked good again, didn't he? And yeah, Mac was a star though for the Colts. I think. Yeah, huge. Forty um, Niners beat the Bucks thirty-one seventeen. Uh, they had two touch, uh, two interceptions all last season. They got three in one game uh, to start this, th- yeah. this season, and two pick sixes as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a weird game, and I think if you just looked at the box score, the Jimmy G game would look bad. Mm-hmm. But he had two touchdowns called back early for penalties, and yeah, both to kill as well. Yeah, it was uh, it's one of them games that could have looked very different if if things had gone slightly like slightly differently. So yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think you could take too much from the Jimmy G game. Although obviously there was it wasn't the greatest start for him. He threw a pick pick six early, didn't he? I think. Yeah. And, but even at that stage, he was like eight for ten or something like that. It wasn't like he was off to a horrendous start like some of these preseason games that he played or one yeah. preseason game, wasn't it? But yeah, I think I think he'll be fine and. I mean, that defence looked pretty good for the 49ers, didn't it? Yeah. Which, it looks anything but last year. Yeah, they finally come to play. They've got so many pieces there that it has to, it has to perform this year. The running backs <clears throat> have all got some work. Coleman went left with an injury, I think. Yeah, I think it's out for a few weeks. Yeah, so that clears it up a little bit. Matt Breeder should be the number one clearing away there. But Raheem Mostart, we're backing him up. And they both look pretty good. Ronald Jones, uh, 13 carries for 75 yards. That's a plus, at least, for the Bucks. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of got to be what they've got to go because I mean Peyton Barber's fine, but he's not great. So you don't <laughs> want him being a starting court, uh, starting running back. No, and not at all. They they given up a pretty high pick for Jones, didn't they last year? So yeah. I mean, you've got to at least give him the chance to be good. <clears throat> I mean, even if you give up on him after this year, but I don't mean to be significantly worse than Barber, even if he isn't better. But yeah, yeah that, that that was one positive, but it wasn't tons of positives from the Bucks' point of view, was there? No, not not a great deal. Um, Dak Prescott had a career game high uh, touchdowns four in this game. The Cowboys brought a thirty-five to the Giants seventeen in a Week One easy victory. Really, it wasn't really that competitive. I didn't think at any point in this game. 
Um, oh. I mean, the, the Giants went seven and up with a Evan Ingram touchdown, but I, at no point did I think they were going to actually compete in this game. No, and Willie, really, I think Eli early on looked better than he had like at any point last season. I think there was sort Finished of some three hundred yards. Yeah, I think he was better than. I mean, I expected for sure, <laughs> and I think most people on the whole expected. But yeah, it was never, never, sort of never too confident that it was actually going to lead to anything. Where it's uh, a weird one. Yeah, Ingram was who Ingram was supposed to be or should be with no one else to catch the ball. Eleven catches for 116 yards, and Saquon was Saquon again. Eleven carries for 120 yards. Eleven carries for 120 yards. He's just amazing. Isn't He's he? something special, that man. Yeah. Uh, on the opposite, opposite side of the field, Zeke only carried the ball 13 times. We got 53 yards. And yeah, Dak finished with 405 passing yards. Michael Gallup think, had 158 catches, uh, yards. Yeah, he, Gallup looked amazing. And they definitely want to keep an eye on the Cowboys because a little bit like we said with the Ravens, it's hard to know if this was all Ravens or... Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, but... The signs for Kellen Moore were are pretty good there as their new coordinator. They finally got someone who can maybe run a bit more of a modern offense and somebody who can, I don't know, do some more interesting things with some pretty talented players out there. So yeah, they definitely want to keep an eye on the Cowboys. Did you see the Jason Witten touchdown? Yeah, that was yeah, slow, it wasn't did. It? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it was exactly speedy, was it? <laughs> but I guess that's what they brought him back for, isn't it? He's just. I don't think he's going to do too much. Yeah. Outside of the red zone, is he? I think he's. Yeah, he's going to be a a big body when they need him to be. But I mean, that, that's sort of about all he is at this stage, isn't it? I certainly around the league podcast, he even falls over slowly now. He was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair play to him. Um, Lions and Cardinals. We've got a tie, Dave. Week one ties are back. Of course, twenty-seven yeah. apiece. Oh. Um, the Lions blew this, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> I mean, that was a, it. Was a really bad start for Murray, wasn't it? And yeah, I, I guess there was probably a lot of nerves there, in fairness. But yeah, he looked a lot better in that down the stretch, and I mean, he's he's one of the. It's going to be interesting to see how this first season goes, and I mean, it's tough for any starting court, uh, like any rookie quarterback coming straight in, and it's yeah. not like they've got some great team. So, I mean, look, even just better come back is a good sign. But yeah, the Lions definitely blew it. I don't know what the Lions want to be. I don't. I don't get what team they're trying to be. Because Kerryon Johnson carried the ball 16 times, C.J. Anderson 11 times. That's a lot of runs for not a lot of yards. But then Stafford threw the ball 45 times as well. They what, do they want to be? This, they want to run behind Stafford, or do they want to run behind Kerryon Johnson? I mean, to me, they want to be a run first team. But I mean, I just I don't think they necessarily have the defense to play that. You if know, you can't I don't run think... all over this Cardinals defense. Then who are you going to run over? Yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, I was excited about Kerry on coming into this season, but I don't know. The early signs aren't good on that. So it's it's still early, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe this Cardinal team is a bit better than we we're expecting, but mm. yeah, it's not. I mean, I'm not convinced on that one. I think it's uh, yeah, maybe not the best signs early on for them. Terrell Suggs with two sacks. That's uh, just doesn't get old apparently. No. Um, Again, he must be about 300 years old. Now. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's at least 38, 39. They're still sacking quarterbacks. Uh, speaking of old quarterbacks, Tom Brady didn't really matter that he was 42 years old. Still just threw 300 yards without um, Antonio Brown on in the offense. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think this is the best performance we've had in 
like all round. Honestly, I don't remember the last time he had such a good performance on both sides of the ball. It just in every position. Like Brady had a couple of passes early on that looked a bit wobbly. Yeah. And then after that, he was just slinging it around. He just looked so good. The defense was incredible. It's weird because I think there was like one sack all game and yeah. not a lot. Not a lot showed up on the Dietrich stat sheet. Weiss. Yeah, not a lot showed up on the stat sheet, but it was uh, such a good defensive performance. And I mean, I don't want to get carried away, but I think this Steelers team is a good team. I don't think this is just a a win against a team that's not very good. I think this is. I think that Steelers defense is going to end up at the end of the season being one of the best units yeah. in the league. And to the Patriots have just made them look like, I mean, a slightly better Miami Dolphins defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just marching up and down the field on them. Yeah, this, uh, this yeah. isn't a rivalry. I'm not having no. this as a rivalry because the rivalry is competitive. Yeah, it's uh, the Steelers aren't when they play the Patriots. I'm sorry. sorry it's sorry. so bizarre how how it's gone. This uh, like the Steelers Patriots rivalry over the years because, I mean, the Steelers are a good team. I just don't I don't get it, but. Yeah, just whatever for whatever reason, Mike Tomlin just cannot coach against the Patriots, and you know it wasn't it wasn't his greatest game in the world either. But no, yeah, yeah, I do think they see this team. There's some good stuff there, but yeah, I just, I just think they ran into Patriots playing just almost a perfect game. Yeah, Steelers get a home game against Seattle next week, which should be interesting um, to see Big Ben take on our secondary. So they should get some points at least next week. Um, yeah, and then our final two games. Of the weekend were the Texans Saints last night. That was a fun game. Uh, Will Lutz fifty-eight yard winning game-winning field goal. Yeah, this this was an amazing game. This yeah. was uh, this was really really good. And I mean, it's going to be one of the games of the season, I think. And again, the Texans sort of blew it a bit. They had a big old lead at, at one stage, yeah. and yeah, let the Saints come back into it. But I mean, maybe that's going to be one of them losses that come the end of the season is the difference between them. Mm. You know, if they win the division, maybe sneaking a bye or whatever, getting a home game, so they might yeah. go into wild card round. They're on the road in the first round. It's yeah, they're tough losses these, but yeah, Saints did well to come back and you know, all the star performers showed all the stars that players showed up, didn't they, in that game? Yeah, any concerns about Drew Brees' arm comes this season should be blown away. Three hundred and seventy yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Latavius Murray, uh, a touchdown on a what, a thirty yard touchdown, twenty, thirty yard touchdown. Yeah. And Kamara 100 yards on 13 carries. Um, Carlos Hyde led the way for the Texans on the ground for 83 yards. Good it looked good. Yeah, I like Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I think I think I think this running game is going to be better than it's been for the Texans in quite a while now. Yeah. Probably since they've had Aria Foster, and since then. God, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Like just been Lamar Miller plodding along since then. I think <laughs> yeah. Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde have got a lot more. Sort of juice about them, haven't they? There's uh, so yeah, much more to like about it. Yeah, uh, and then <clears throat> our final game, the Oakland Raiders, the, the story of preseason and all the off-season, basically, um, just comfortably handled the Broncos, didn't they? <laughs> Not really any trouble at all in this one. Well, I think the thing here was that, I mean, Derek Carr looked good. He yeah. was, what, like 22 or 25, something like that. I can't remember. I haven't got the stats up. I know it's somewhere in that 22 range. 22 or 26. Oh, there you go. That's close. And a touchdown. Yeah, and he just looked, just looked in control. Yeah, he, he he never really looked troubled at all. We got the ball out quick, and I mean, I thought this, I thought they had sneaky potential with AB to be at least a decent offense. And yeah, I mean, even without him, they look good. There's um, yeah, definitely some encouraging signs there. And I mean, maybe not so much for the Broncos because mm. it should have been a game they handled. And if they want to be a decent team, but I mean, I, yeah, I just don't. 
there's not a lot to get excited about from the Broncos' point of view, is there? No, for the Raiders, Terrell Williams, one touchdown, 105 yards. Darren Waller, seven catches for 70 yards. That's good. Uh, on the Broncos' side of things, yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton broke out slightly, 120 yards. No touchdown. Manuel Sanders is back with a touchdown and 86 yards. But, yeah, not not a great deal to be excited about. But that is our review of Week 1. We will be back uh, on Thursday with our preview of Week 2. Some interesting matchups in week two. Um, how was your week one, Dave? Happy to have football back. Yeah, and there, there were some really good games, wasn't there? It wasn't yeah. just a. It, didn't, it wasn't really a letdown at all, was it? There was a lot of interesting stuff, and mm. on and off the field, there was everything you could want from yeah. the best league in the world. Definitely, my daughter was moaning that um, why can't she watch what she watches? I said, "Tough, you got seventeen weeks of this. <laughs> seventeen weeks of six pm Saturday, uh, Sunday. It is my turn to control the TV." <laughs> And that is fair enough. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll be back Thursday with our preview. Um, where can people find us on social media, Dave? So, on Twitter, we're at first and 10 underscore. And uh, on Facebook, we're just first and 10 And we've got our own network. We do team-specific podcasts now. We've got a uh, Steelers one with shows out there and a Patriots one with shows out there. And what, are Jags and Cowboys in the pipeline? Yeah, they are coming soon. Where can people subscribe to those? Um, so we've got a separate channel with all of them on um, and um, yeah that's channel 12 uh, NFL, NFL show I think I think it's up on nearly every place I'm not sure if it's on iTunes yet or Apple or whatever it is these days but it's on a lot of them already so yeah, yeah subscribe there and you get all the different team ones on there and they'll be breaking off into their own podcast soon yeah so, so if, if you want to do one as well get in touch with us yeah and so I think we mentioned the post, but people want not in them. But we can literally do as much or as little as people want to help yeah. sort of need. And we can set up the hosting. We can do all that sort of thing. We can do literally everything. We can edit it if we, if it needs to be edited. Yeah. All you need to be able to do is record yourself. Talking about your the, favourite team. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> it's a lot of fun doing a podcast. I'm going to say, just chatting about NFL for half hour, hour every week. It's, uh, yeah, pretty fun. and Yeah. It's a lot easier than people probably think it is, isn't it, to uh, to yes. set up and get into. It's a bit daunting at first, but yeah, we can help you along with all of that stuff. So yeah, yeah get in contact if it's something you're interested in. You don't have to host, you don't have to do everything. You can just be someone that goes on and guests every now and again. You know, it's yeah. any way you want to get involved, just get in contact and let us know. Yeah, you can contact with us through the means Dave's already said, or with me on Twitter at RossBell1984 and Dave at DJG23. Until we are back with our preview, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you on Thursday. Hey, I've got a proper outro now. <laughs> nice.